Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 153 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for part four of our four-part series of shedding the old and stepping into the new. This week, we're going to be talking about boldly owning your belief system and being unapologetic. I'm going to tell you, I got baby boy here with me right now. I also got turbo here with me right now. I am sitting outside on my deck. It is such a gorgeous day here in New York. I, again, we have the choice to do anything we want, right? I thought about going inside and recording the podcast. And then I looked out the window and said, I will be missing out on life if I decide to record this inside. And this is the only little chunk of time that I have to record this podcast. So I'm going to hope and pray and be, actually I shouldn't say hope and pray. I'm going to believe that all of you listening today are okay with there being maybe cars in the background or BB in the background or the dog barking in the background. You are here for the message and do not care about those little things. So again, we're talking about being unapologetic and that's where I'm being unapologetic today. So last week we talked about getting comfortable with disagreement. If you guys have not listened to that episode yet, please go listen. I know that just hearing that title might make you feel uncomfortable and might cause you to want to resist listening, but please, pretty please just go listen. Okay. That's episode 152. So without further ado, let's get started. This week, I am just going to riff. I don't have notes. I don't have anything planned for you. I just have some little bullets here. This is more of one of those episodes where I just want to talk from the heart. And um, yeah, I want to just share with you my, I was going to say process. This is not really, I guess it is a process, but my journey is more <laughs> like it. My journey of how I've gone from wanting to be a people pleaser and say the right things and not hurt anyone's feelings or step on toes to being in this place. And I hate to say the phrase of like not caring, but I guess the kind way to say it is being unapologetic. But just to be frank, it's sort of like not caring what other people think. And it's a great place to be in. And trust me, there are things every day that still make me uncomfortable and things that I still care about. And I feel like I can't fully express with people. However, there are so many things that I now can be unapologetic with um, because I have worked on it. So I want to share with you guys a little bit about what's worked for me, uh, what my journey's been like. But first, before we get started and like share a little bit about my story, I want to first say that what holds so many people back from being unapologetic is 
caring so much about what other people are going to think, right? We know that. We are all innate people pleasers. And we have all created these stories in our minds of what will happen if we boldly own our belief system, our values. Okay, so here's one belief system. I'm going to share a story with you. Um, that I was so afraid to say out loud, to even tell anyone for the longest time um, because I was afraid of backlash. I was afraid of being called names. I was afraid that people would think I'm insensitive, that, I don't know, I, I can't, here, here's actually, this is a great example. I can't even think of the words to say that I think people would think of me. And I I want to point that out because I think so many of us, I keep saying think, so many of us do that where we don't even know what we're afraid of, right? Like, I'm like, well, what actually was I afraid of people saying? I guess people saying I'm insensitive, but that's like the worst thing that they probably could say, right? So this example is something actually shared on, I think it was World Mental Health Day, a little bit about my stance on this, but I feel like during this whole pandemic and... Thankfully, I can't be censored on here because I at least don't think I can because this is my podcast and uh, it's a little bit different than being on uh, one of those other social media platforms. Um, I think that there are so many people being censored right now. Um, that's what I'm going to say. There's so many people being censored right now. Um, if they don't do not subscribe to a certain narrative. Um, and I just think that's ridiculous. And I think that, um, this whole pandemic, there has been so much focus on staying inside and wearing masks and socially distancing. And I will say there's nothing wrong with any of that, right? It was very helpful at some times. However, I think what we have been missing is a mental health crisis, right? It's like, just keep all the kids home from school. Don't let them be around their friends. Isolate, like don't be around people. And the mental health or the mental wellness of people has declined. The suicide rates have gone up. Domestic violence has gone up. All of these, so many terrible situations have only gotten worse. Like people who have had addictions, right? Like you can't go out and see people or you can't go to church, but the liquor store is open and you can buy as much alcohol as you want. The fast food drive throughs are open and you can go buy as many cheeseburgers and french fries as you want. And during this time, there has not, at least what I'm seeing on social media and on the news and everything, there has never yet once been a marketing campaign for mental health or for even just regular wellness, right? Of like, hey, take these vitamins because these might help protect your immune system. These might help you um, better recover and have a better outcome. If you are exercising every day and avoiding these foods and eating more of these foods. Um, so this was a belief and an outlook that I had on something that I have felt very strongly about since day one. However, I was terrified. Like the first time I even said that out loud, I was terrified that like people would think I'm insensitive or I'm making light of a situation. Here's what I found is that the more that I've talked about it, the more people are like, oh my God, please. Like I get, I've gotten hundreds of DMs and it's like, 
talk about that more. Like, we can't believe how nobody is talking about that and how all of the focus has been on these other things and um, just how dangerous isolation is. And again, like I just think of the effects on our children and if you even just think of like the local businesses, there has been so much damage done during this time. Um, And if there had been more focus on some of these other protocols, um, health and wellness, I think that we could have had a little bit of a different outcome, I would hope. So yeah, so again, that is a small example of something that I was afraid to talk about. And here's what actually happens when we do start to share what's really on our mind. What really happens is we start to feel free. We experience freedom and we no longer feel a sense of being a fraud or a sense of like feeling like we're hiding something from people. And it's like, you know, and you feel like you can't keep your facts straight. Like, what did I tell that person? Did I tell them that I'm okay with this? Or did I not tell them I'm okay with this? I can't remember. When you can just be bold and unapologetic, you're just like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to say, this is how I feel. And if this group of people is there offended, that's fine. And this other group of people are supportive. That's even better. Hey guys, so I want to interrupt the podcast just for a minute to chat with you about something special I have for you. So man, since let's say the beginning of 2020, it has been a time to live through, a a monumental time, a scary time for many, a disappointing time, a time of loss, of uncertainty, of tons of disappointment. Yet, for so many of us who have a faith, we have been able to learn to lean on God even more. And I have this 30-day devotional that I put together when we were in the thick of this, when everything felt uncertain to me. I knew that I needed to write something to reflect what I was going through, what I was feeling, because I knew that there were other people who were also going through it. So I put together this free 30-day devotional to help you step outside the fear, to start leaning on God, leaning on your faith more and more, and to create an unshakable mindset. Even when things are still hard, things are still uncertain, things are still disappointing. If you go over to kcrago.com forward slash devotional, again, kcrago.com forward slash devotional, you can grab this devotional for free and for every day for 30 days, you will get a new devotional in your inbox and it's quick guys. It's going to take you like five minutes to read. It's a little devotional. Then it has a scripture verse. And then after that, it has like a journaling prompt. So kcrago.com forward slash devotional, grab it and let me know what you think and please forward it and share it to other people. So many people need this support and need some hope for what we're going through today. Love you guys. 
so I've gotten to that point of like not really caring and not in a bad way again. It's just, hey, this is how I feel and I hope that you respect that and I will respect how you feel. You may feel the opposite and I'm going to respect that too. I'm going to allow you to say how you feel and um, we can agree to disagree, right? I think there's a lot of power in that. And I think that over the years, especially the last few years, people are like, that's a cop out. You can't do that. However, I am disagreeing on that. I do not think it's a cop out. I think that it works in some relationships. So what actually happens, you begin to feel free. And now you're probably wondering, but like, how do we do that? How do we go from feeling so afraid to say how we're feeling to being able to like just spill it all and share it all? And baby Drewy is so cute. He's just staring at me and laughing and smiling. Um, let's talk through that. So number one, what I would say is first, you just have to take it day by day and take it a little at a time. Like this is not a ripping the bandaid off kind of thing. This is, I'm going to share a little bit with this person and start to feel a little more comfortable. Then maybe I'll share a little more with that person. And there's so much power in sharing with people when you hear other people who say like me too. And what I will say, this is so funny. I'm saying this. I hosted a meetup back in the summer and I think there were like 10 people that came. It was a business meetup at my home and there were a few people who pulled me aside when we were inside, like at any given time, just sort of have a little side conversation. And they're like, how do you really feel about this? Like, like whispering, like, how do you really feel about all that's going on? Like, do you think this is like blown out of proportion? Like, how do you feel about this? Or how do you feel about mandates? How do you feel about masks? How do you feel about the vaccine? All these different things. And, um, what I will say is every single person I had that conversation with, we were all on the same page, but so many of them were so afraid to say anything. And I was afraid to say anything even at that time too. But what I learned is that there is power in numbers. When you can hear someone say, me too, me too, me too, it starts to ease up the situation. It starts to make you feel more comfortable. And, um, gives you that courage that you need to be able to maybe talk about a little bit more and not be as tense the next time. So yeah, that's my first thing is just taking it day by day. And then the second thing is really getting used to that pit in the stomach feeling. And we all hate and despise and want to resist and avoid that feeling of having a conversation with someone and having that pit in your stomach. And I will say yesterday I had a conversation with someone. This was, it was not about this, but after having it, I had that, or while I was having it, I had that pit in the stomach feeling. And it reminded me like, oh my God, I used to have this feeling all the time. Like I would put up a post on social media and have that feeling. I would post a story on social media and have that feeling. I would tell somebody how I felt about this whole pandemic and I'd have that feeling. I would want to ask my doctor a question and I'd have that feeling. And today, like I had an appointment with my doctor and I flat out told her my thoughts on some things and she disagreed. 
And did I have that feeling? Not at all. It's not there anymore. And do you know why? It's because, like I said before, day by day, little by little, we have to desensitize ourselves and we have to be able to just have open conversations and talk about what we believe in and no longer be afraid. I think of something in the Christian faith is like praying out loud, right? When you're with people, um, like with when you're with a group, like leaning a group, um, like just having that opportunity to pray out loud for everyone. That is really scary at first, right? The first time you do it, there's an in the that, that like in the stomach pit kind of feeling. Um, but little by little, it gets easier. So it's getting used to that feeling of being uncomfortable. And then I would say one more thing is just looking at everything with the lens of quality over quantity. So I have this many Instagram followers and if I lose, so let's say I have t- I have 30,000 Instagram followers, roughly somewhere around there. If I lose 20,000 followers because of this view that I have, oh, wow, I don't really care, right? Because hopefully those 10,000 that stuck around, they are people who either agree or can just agree to disagree with me. They're people who are willing to go deeper, are willing to have maybe a more quality friendship or relationship. And it's not just about having a large quantity of people in front of you. What I say is life is too short to have just like people bopping around in your life, like to have like all of these surface friendships with people um, and feel stretched thin and like have all these like friend groups that You know, you just sort of hang out and are just sort of there. Like, how's the weather? How's vacation? What are you liking on TV these days? Like, I am not around for that type of friendship anymore. Like, if you're not willing to have a deep conversation, you know, again, life is too short. I just don't really find value in that. I think that we all need to search for those friends. And maybe it's just one that we have that we have that quality friendship with, quality relationship. Um, And yeah, Drew, you are agreeing. And since doing so in just saying like, I'm going to speak what I really feel is on my mind, what my values are, what my beliefs are, and I'm going to lose a heck of a lot of people and that's okay. Since doing so, I have had people who have joined my mastermind or joined my courses or programs and said, I so admire the way that you can just be open and bold and you're not afraid to just share what's on your mind. I had a friend call me up. um, It was probably about six weeks ago. Well, yeah, it was probably six weeks, two months ago. And she was like, man, I was talking to so-and-so on the phone last night and we were like, man... Kate has some balls. (laughs) We can't believe that she's able to really like speak her mind and like speak up on these things and risk sort of like risk losing maybe followers or risk losing friendships. And she was just saying like, I wish that I had that much courage to do so. And here's the thing. I have never had the courage to do so. 
I've done it scared every single time. And if we wait for the courage to come, we are going to be waiting forever because the courage will never come. The only way to feel courageous is to first do it. And I have a whole chapter on this in my first book, Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success. And I talk about how in order to no longer be afraid, we have to first just do it. We have to do it afraid. We can't wait to feel brave. We can't wait to feel ready. We can't wait to feel prepared. We've got to just dive in and figure it out from there. And that's been my philosophy in life. Um, I am totally one of those people. I am just winging it every minute of the day. I said to my husband today, I was like nursing the baby and trying to get some stuff in order. And I was like, I literally feel like a hot mess today. My life is so... I'm trying to think of the word. It's not, I'm trying to think of a lot of words today. Let's just say that. Having three kids and also baby turned six months today. There is, can't call it baby brain anymore, but there are some brain cells that maybe are no longer there. But anyways, I said, I was like, we just have so many moving parts and loose pieces that need to be tied up. And it's like, they're not like, crazy things. They're all of these little things. Like one of them was like going to the post office today to send out some packages to clients and people in my programs. I can't tell you how long that was on my to-do list for. I saw somebody recently post about millennials just saying that we are, for some reason, millennials have the most difficult time finishing their to-do lists. Our to-do lists are so long that we sit there in overwhelm and we get nothing done at times. And I can totally relate. I don't know if anyone, any others of you can relate. Maybe you're not a millennial, but maybe you feel the same way. I think that we just have so much on our plates. And I look at other people and I'm like, I have nothing on my complete compared to you. Like, I do not even know how you're doing it. And the other thing is we are always thinking that others are doing more than we're doing. But... Every single one of us is winging it. I am winging it. I have not yet showered today. I need, I have two loads of laundry that need to get folded and put away. I need to clean the house before a housekeeper comes tomorrow to clean. If you have someone who cleans for you, you totally get what I'm saying. Um, you need to like put everything away and tidy up so that they have the space to even do the cleaning. Yeah, life is just chaotic, but it's also so beautiful and so full and it's full of wonderful things. And I'm sure many of you can relate to that. So anyways, long story long, I want you to boldly own your beliefs, your values, what you stand for, and be okay with it feeling uncomfortable. Before you know it, it's gonna feel like second nature. It's gonna feel like brushing your teeth, right? When you're a little kid, you maybe hated brushing your teeth. I'm fighting. I lose probably a good 10 to 15 minutes of my life every single day over chasing them with a toothbrush, trying to brush their teeth, the two of them, in the mornings and then also at night. It's probably about seven minutes every morning, seven minutes every night, um, where we're bribing, we're doing everything we can to brush teeth. Um, but eventually, 
they're going to thank us because they're not even going to think about it. They're just going to wake up and brush their teeth. They're going to just brush their teeth before they hit the pillow at night. It just becomes a part of you. So that is what being unapologetic will eventually feel for you. I promise. Or I hope to promise. I hope that I can promise that to you. I say that I can't make any promises. But anyways, just want to let you know that my mastermind is still open. Um, we have space. We are enrolling people in this month. So if you have any questions, you want to get support in your business, you want accountability in your business, please come join us. I had a lovely client this morning post something about those who achieve their goals are the ones who get support. So many people will say like, I want to make this happen. And a year later, they don't make it happen. And the ones who typically make it happen are the ones who have had some support and some mentorship or guidance or coaching. Yeah, I can't remember what the exact quote was, but it was something along the lines of that. She is somebody who's been in my mastermind. Also, she's signing for a third round right now. We have someone in there who's been in there for her fourth round. What tends to happen is people come in, they have a long list of goals, they achieve their goals, and then they realize, wow, that was awesome. The accountability helped. Having that daily coaching helped. So I'm going to make some more goals and I'm going to sign up again and see what happens. And they achieve those goals. The same thing happens. And then they say, that was really great. I think I'm going to sign up again because I got more goals. I have more things I want to work on. And it's such a beautiful process as a coach to be able to be in someone's life for that long period of time. Um, and to just see them shine and grow and be on that full journey with them. So thank you guys for listening today. I think I told you this episode was going to be really quick because I didn't have notes or anything, but it ended up being a little bit longer. So thanks for sticking by. I'll see you guys next week for a brand new series. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.